It's dawn on the 6th of July, 1941, and the Australians are putting in their first main prepared attack on the French defensive position at Demur, the main defensive position covering Beirut. Now, the, the French have taken up a position on the other side of the Demur River. They're protected by the deep wadi of the river itself, which cuts back into the, into the hills and makes a natural obstacle to any advance. Quite apart from the river itself, there are the steep sides of the, of the ravine, and it's almost impossible for any troops to advance with ease across that ravine. But the main French prepared defensive positions are slightly across the river on the other side, and already, judging from uh, the success of the artillery barrage and what I know the plan to be, our infantry are already across the river, down on the coast, on the sector where we are, and they have already put in their attack on the French positions, well, the French are well dug in in, in terraced olive groves just in from the coast and in a banana plantation which runs right up the coast from the river to Demur. Now, let me give you an idea of what our actual position is in relation to the, the scene of action. The town of Demur is situated about half a mile in from the shore and it's about a mile and a half, or sorry, about 1,500 yards north of the river. The hill where we're broadcasting at the moment, is about 1,500 yards south of the river, that is, about 1,500 yards from the, the French front line. And about, it's about two or 3,000 yards in front of our main artillery concentrations. We're hidden away, we hope, pretty well in a tree with a small sanger dug up beside it for a certain amount of protection in case they throw anything back this way. Now, all through the night last night, our artillery were concentrating heavy fire on the French positions just across the river and further back. And from time to time, we saw large fires break out in Demur itself and at the rear of the French position, suggesting that we might have got oil dumps or some other inflammable areas. Now, this morning, at uh, 20 minutes to five, the main barrage started, and for some minutes now, the shells have been whistling over our head and thundering down on the French positions. So far, the French haven't answered back with very much. I don't know whether you can hear very much of the, uh, of the sound of the, what's going on, because even we can only hear the, our own guns firing faintly. But we can hear the whistle and the whine of shells as they come low across the head only a few hundred feet up, and from time to time, as a particularly low one comes, you even hear the, the leaves of this tree rustle. Now, about half a mile away on my right, the French are plastering the hill with mortar fire. There two have just gone off now, and great spouts of, of, of dark red, of dark uh, dust are curling upwards. As a matter of fact, they're giving that side of that hill such hell that three more mortar bombs have just burst there, and there is a, an area perhaps a quarter of a mile deep and half a mile wide, which is absolutely covered with, with very, very dark smoke. This is uh, that particular hillside. The is volcanic, and the soil is black, and the rock is dark, and shells bursting in it raise a peculiarly dark... Uh, yes? Good. Thanks. Look, Lawrence Settle, who's, who's out in front keeping watch on the other flank, has just called after me that the, the actual point they're shelling, and they're shelling it with remarkable accuracy, have, happens to be a road. And uh, they're plastering right along the road that runs on, on the forward slope of that hill, because uh, presumably there are vehicles of ours trying to get along there. Practically every second now, mortars are going off there, and it's, uh, I don't suppose it's, it's more than half, perhaps three quarters of a mile from where we are. Just hang on a second, and I'll have a look through uh, the glasses at this particular position. 
everything's obscured entirely by this foggy haze of dust that prison up there. And for the moment, there aren't even any mortar bombs landing out. Chester was thinking about the presentation of his reports. His parents had heard one of his reports from Domour and thought he had been speaking too quickly, but he explained that describing a battle at a distance was rather dull and speaking quickly helped to build up the excitement. Wilmot was an experienced descriptive commentator at sporting and other events, even before he became...